Will you outlast your money? Do you stay awake at night worrying about providing for your family? Are you making the right decisions about your investments? There are many life-changing decisions that arise and questions you want answered when going through divorce or after you've received your settlement. This is the Financially Ever After podcast, where you'll hear stories of women like you and get advice from the industry's top professionals. Here's your award-winning and nationally recognized host, Stacey Francis. Welcome to Financially Ever After. I am Stacey Francis, your Financially Ever After host. And today we are going to be talking to Nikki Bruno, who is an empowerment coach, all about epic comebacks. In fact, she has her fantastic company called the Epic Comeback, where she works with women like you, helping you do just that. And she shares her very personal story about her own high conflict divorce and how that inspired her to reclaim her power and help others do exactly the same. She's a thought leader on high conflict divorce, emotional abuse, and intuition, and a 20-year veteran of the publishing industry, as well as a published author. She holds degrees from not only Princeton, but Harvard University, and she's been featured in many TV outlets, as well as places you probably have seen her, Forbes, Reader's Digest, Cosmopolitan, and many others. She's a pretty busy mom to two amazing kids, and in her free time, lives her real true life. She loves scuba diving, traveling, salsa dancing, and most importantly, helping women discover how incredible they are. Nikki is unbelievably gracious with sharing her information and how she coaches women for their epic comebacks. There's a lot that we're going to go through, but I want you to make sure you stay to the end because she's going to share not only how you can create your epic comeback when you may even feel like you just don't have the energy to be able to do so. And she's also going to share how you can leapfrog the years or even decades in my case to make an epic comeback. So thank you for joining us and please help me welcome our wonderful guest, Nikki Bruno. Nikki, I'm excited to have you here and we're going to be talking about the epic comeback and how we each can make our epic comeback. But tell me, how did you get into the work that you do today? I imagine that you probably have a personal story that has brought you to where we are each sitting and and talking together today. I do, in fact, Stacy. Thank you for having me. And of course, I have a personal story. The work that I do as a divorce empowerment coach is a personal and a professional story. About five years ago, 2015, well, now that's six years ago, was a pivotal year for me. I made two major decisions. The first decision that I made was to file for divorce. 2015 was really the year when my marriage fell apart. And it was also a year when I decided to make a career change. I had been a freelance entrepreneurial book editor and writer in the publishing industry for about 11 years by that point. And I decided that I wanted to get back to doing something where I was having a very direct kind of leadership impact on people, directly on people as opposed to manuscripts. So I decided to become a professional coach. 
and I went to coaching school also in 2015, 2016. My initial intention was to become a leadership and executive coach. But when I got to kind of through the worst of the divorce process, the legal part of the divorce process, which took three years, it was a a traumatic and high conflict divorce experience, unfortunately. When I got kind of to the other side of the worst of it, which was at about year two of three, I decided that I was, first of all, ready to open my coaching business. And second of all, it no longer made sense to me to be a leadership and executive coach because I realized, had an epiphany, and I realized that I was and still am in a unique position to be an empowerment coach and to help women like me to not only survive and step through the divorce process, but to make an epic comeback and to build a beautiful life in the wake of divorce. And that was a career and personal decision that for me, it felt like the alignment of vertebrae and spine. It felt like my personal and spiritual and professional lives all kind of came together and interlocked. And that's what I've been doing since 2018, which is to work with women to get their mojo back, pick up the pieces and cultivate a life beyond divorce that is better than any version of their life before the divorce process happened. Nikki, you said something that really struck me. You said, and I decided that I was going to have an epic comeback. Is that where it came from, the epic comeback of this time when, when you, you actually made that conscious decision that you were going to rebound and recover and essentially then made it happen? And then I want to hear, like, how do you make it happen, right? I mean, of course, <laughs> right? Like, tell us the secret sauce, right? Absolutely. It was a decision. 100% it was a decision. Leading up to my divorce, I really led a charmed life. I grew up with two parents who loved and still loved me unconditionally, supported me unconditionally, told me I could do anything that I wanted. I had never experienced the level of conflict and pain in a relationship that I did in my marriage. I grew up as kind of an American golden child. I was a student athlete. I ended up going to Ivy League schools. So as I was starting to pick up the pieces from my divorce, and again, before the legal process was even over, I had this moment where I looked in the mirror. It was a moment. It was a turning point, which is part of my methodology, which I'll tell you about in a second. I looked in the mirror and I said, Bruno, this isn't funny anymore. This isn't funny anymore. I've lost the joy almost completely. I've lost my mojo. This has been traumatic. This has been depressing the pieces of my life have been scattered and I am going to get that mojo back. And the phrase epic comeback actually did not come to me at that moment, but I did decide I was going to, from that moment on, I was going to get myself back. I was going to find myself again and I was going to kick some major booty. The epic comeback as a phrase came to me after I began my coaching practice, maybe about four to five months into 
the business. And I woke up in the middle of the night, I think it was 4.30 a.m. And I woke up and I turned on my lamp because I knew that what I had in my mind and my heart was something important. And that was the first time I said it out loud. I help women stage epic comebacks. And that's going to be the name of my brand. It's the name of my podcast. It's the name of what I did and what my what I help my clients do. So how does a woman who is swimming in a pool who feels like she has a cinder block on her foot pulling her down, how does she break free? How does she find the energy to have an epic comeback? Because so much of the struggle of really rebuilding your life, it's it takes so much energy to deal with the conflict, with the loss, with the grief, with the supporting others, whether it's friends that are upset about the marriage ending or family members or children. How do clients overcome this and start to really rebuild their lives and launch their own epic comeback? My answer to your question is, I don't know. And I also know. The that is the most honest answer. <laughs> that is so, uh, Nikki, that's so, so honest. That's why I love you. Because you're honest. <laughs> I have no idea. And yet I have so many ideas, Stacey. So the part I don't know about is that it's something that happens inside you. And it could very well be, for me, it probably was something spiritual and something instinctive. For me, I think part of the instinctive aspect of it was I had at this time and still do two young children. For me, the divorce process began when my daughter was nine months old and my son was three. I had to get my stuff together. Mm-hmm. I had to. It was a survival instinct. And I knew that if my children were going to thrive through and beyond the divorce process, rather than being defined by it, or rather than being traumatized by it, which on some level, I'm sure that they were, because it's almost inevitable that children are traumatized by divorce. But it's also all, almost inevitable that children are traumatized by high levels of conflict within a marriage, <laughs> exactly. by the way. So... My children and survival instinct had something to do with it. Also, as I mentioned before, another, another aspect of it was that I had had kick butt moments. I had had mojo. I had had joy leading up to that point. And there was no way that I was going to let anything completely squash that. So faith in myself, faith in the future, hope. Also, it's really important to be ready. I wasn't ready to start my epic comeback until, like I said, two out of two years into what was ended up being a three-year-long legal process. Before that, I spent a lot of my time on the ground, Stacey, <laughs> on the ground, in the dark cave, and not seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, not knowing how I was going to get through, and at some of the darkest moments, not really knowing if I was going to get through. So it's important to emphasize that you have to be at a place where you're ready, not necessarily where you know how you're going to get there and how you're going to make your comeback, but when you're ready to start looking into the future, looking toward the future and start taking action steps, no matter how tiny and baby, toward that epic comeback. And then the part of the answer to your question that I know about is I know how people and organizations make up at comebacks because I've studied it. I've studied hundreds of 
epic comeback, real life cases. Yeah. And I think this is so interesting because when we think about epic comeback, we're talking about women going through a divorce, right? But so many people, so many of our heroes have had epic comebacks in sports, celebrities, business individuals. I think it's beyond brilliant, Nikki, that you went and had, you know, studied these hundreds of different cases. What were the takeaways that you found? You know, is there like a, a string, a little bit of a thread that weaves through all of these epic comebacks? Yes, there is. And in fact, the string or the, the abstraction of the specific real life cases that I studied is my methodology. It's the intellectual property of my business. It's called the Epic Comeback Journey. It is my qualitatively researched methodology. And it is also the basis of the curriculum that I use with my clients as a divorce empowerment coach. And by the way, I also work with women who have gone through a different kind of life shattering experience. The majority of my clients have gone through divorce, but I also have clients who've gone through a major illness or a loss, yeah. a loss of a yeah. loved one, loss of a business, loss of a business partnership, loss of multiple pregnancies, potentially infertility journeys. So I, I do want to mention that because the epic comeback journey is very widely applicable. My methodology is very widely ap applicable and it is a 10 step process that is the abstraction, the thread that I gleaned from the case studies that, that I looked at and continue to look at. I'm a geek about this stuff. And that's how I was trained academically and intellectually. When I don't know how to do something, I'm not sure what the path is, I study it. That sounds a lot like me. <laughs> I love to study and I love to learn. And yeah. when someone's thinking about an epic comeback, what might it look like? I mean, is there like a definition of what an epic comeback really is? Or is it something that really is mapped on to each person individually of what their epic comeback is? Is there a definition of epic comeback? Like what is an epic comeback? Is it different for each person? It is different for each person. My epic comeback is going to be different from your Stacy's epic comeback is going to be different from all of my individual clients' comebacks or anyone's yep. comeback. Yep. There are threads of, of commonalities, as I mentioned. But one of the things that I love about the phrase epic comeback is that it is to be interpreted by everyone individually. I have my own interpretation and I love talking about that. My own interpretation of an epic comeback is multiple things. For me personally, and for a lot of my clients, a comeback is about freedom, mm -hmm. especially in the context of divorce. When I made my epic comeback, and I'm still, let's say, in process, for me, it was about freedom, it was about liberation, and it was about coming back to myself. It was about coming back to the fundamentals of what I know and want to discover about myself. I almost fully lost myself in the context of my marriage. I wanted to get myself back and have that never happen again. Because really losing myself for me psychologically, and I've talked to my therapist about this, it's my ultimate fear. My ultimate fear is losing touch with myself. Ever since I was very, very young, I've had what I like to call a sacred relationship with myself. I wrote in a journal starting before I could even write. I had a sense of being in dialogue with myself and however it formed, again, there are mysteries in this. I have always had this sense of 
enjoying spending time with myself and knowing that knowing that it's important for me to have this sacred relationship. So for me, an epic comeback was definitely about getting back a sense of the, let's say, glory and mojo and joy that I once had. But what's different about an epic comeback and what's different about my brand and my methodology and my philosophy is that an epic comeback, number one, is a big deal. It's big, right? So in order to have an epic comeback, what that implies is that you've had an epic low. Like a, like my clients are women who have been through one to three and sometimes more years of hell, of trauma. That is some sustained trauma, dude. Like that yeah. is... That is some major, that's, that's some hell. And so that's another distinguishing feature of an epic comeback. It feels really big. It feels really big and it is really big. That doesn't mean that it has to mean you're launching a new business or you're winning the Nobel prize or you're publishing a book series or you're up-leveling your business to let's say 15 million in revenue from five. It doesn't have to mean that it certainly can. But again, that's where the individual definition comes in. So I believe that an epic comeback involves taking one or more epic actions in your life that really transform you and or aspects of your life. But again, it doesn't have to, what that action is and what that looks like for you is completely and totally up to you. It could be a feeling that you're after. I have a client right now whose epic comeback is all about self-love. It's about having the self-love to maintain a really deep zeal for life that she has been feeling recently and she wants to hold on to that. She's a rock star person. She's an attorney. I could brag about her accomplishments for a long time, but that's what her epic comeback is because she's struggled with self-loyalty. She's struggled with self-esteem. Yeah, it's interesting. And I think a big piece of, of your epic comeback is just really going inside and sitting with with who you are to better understand what do you want that epic comeback to be. And I I love that you explain that it could be something very outward showing, but it also could be, I'm finally going to feel self-confident. I know for me, I struggled when I started my business with the imposter syndrome. My self-confidence was, it wasn't even existent. And when I think about one of the things I'm most proud of and kind of in some ways my epic comeback is that over the last 20 years, really working on having self-confidence, believing in myself, almost like going to the gym and pumping weights and you get stronger. But I've worked with people like yourself, coaches, not necessarily your program, but I've, I've really tried to invest in myself to get stronger. And finally, I'm at the point where I am. And it doesn't mean that I have a self-confidence that can't be knocked, but boy, it's pretty darn high. And it's given me the courage to do things that are scary that I would not even have attempted. And so it's not necessarily for me about a thing or doing a thing for me it was really like you said it was it was finally believing in myself and finally yeah. believing that i deserved good things and we all have that epic comeback and i think what's really powerful in the work that you do is that you talk about it head on 
and then give the tools to get there. So if a woman is listening to this right now, Nikki, and you know, she's starting to formulate what her epic comeback might look like, and she may not be sure that that's like the real real thing, but ready to start those baby steps of what could this look like? What are the possibilities? What do those baby steps look like? I mean, I did this a lot on my own. And so it took me 20 years. My goal is for everyone on this podcast, not to take as long as it took for me. <laughs> I read books and I did all the things, but I know I, I probably zigged when I should have been zagging. What would you recommend to the women that are listening today? Well, I would recommend following these steps of my methodology, which I will be happy to get into. I am not precious about my intellectual property at all. I publish it, I post it. And really what I've identified as the first steps, the earliest steps is first of all, in an epic comeback, and again, this is based on research, it tends to involve some kind of a turning point. It tends to be a turning point. That's what I was talking about earlier about when I looked in the mirror and I said, Bruno, this isn't funny anymore. We might not know what the turning point is as it's happening, but there tends to be some kind of turning point, which is a shift of energy or a decision that we make or something of an event or a conversation that we have, something that might befall us that is completely out of our control. There tends to be a turning point. And in order, to, in order for that to happen, what I suggest, and this is going to sound non-concrete, but I'm going to say it anyway, is to remain open to that. So keep yourself, even in the midst of feeling challenged and in pain and low, keep yourself open to having moments where you allow moments like that to sink into your brain and your heart and your gut and listen to that. And once you've had whatever that turning point is and you feel like you're ready to start taking the baby steps, the first stage that, that people and organizations tend to go through, I call it reckoning. And it's an assessment. It's a time and it, it's not like you sit down for three hours and you say, I'm going to do my reckoning now. But it is a common phase in the process where you're assessing your status. You're taking your temperature. You're saying, where am I right now? What is the good and the bad and the ugly of where I am right now? Meaning, what have I lost? What have I gained? What has happened for me and to me and in my life? What has happened? And the key to the reckoning phase, and I would say the larger key to an epic comeback period, is telling the truth. Yeah, It's so important to be 100% dedicated to telling yourself the truth about where you are, about who may or may not be responsible. And by the way, you, here's some good and bad news. You are a thousand completely percent responsible for your future. As an adult, you are responsible for your future and your epic comeback very much, very well may begin when you take that responsibility and you make that something that we need to decide and that we are blessedly able to decide. We can decide, all right, no matter what has happened up until this very moment, the moments in the future are up to me. And in divorce, that's yeah. hard because in divorce, we may be incredibly rageful toward our spouse or former spouse. We may be incredibly sad. We probably are experiencing some super painful emotions. 
and also maybe in a place where we are blaming others or blaming ourselves, just in a place of blame. Mm-hmm. It's important to shift from that place of blame to a place of responsibility. That's something that is absolutely necessary for an epic comeback, a truly epic comeback to happen. It's your comeback. And your comeback is about you. Your comeback is not about your spouse. Your comeback is not about your former spouse. Your comeback is about your values, your future, your decisions, what you want your life and the lives of your children, the lives of your family to look like. I'm not saying that your spouse or your former spouse doesn't have any place there because he or she very well might, especially if you have children together. But so that place of that time of reckoning, you're identifying what you have in your corner, what are the obstacles, what have you lost, what have you gained, what have you learned? That's a really important question because epic comebacks are based on what we've learned from the trauma we've gone through and are also based on the strength that we have gained, the warrior strength and energy that we have gained from going through and surviving something backbreakingly difficult. So you're and it's important in the reckoning phase not to leave out the good stuff. Most people leave out the good stuff and they're like, here's what I've lost. Here's what sucks about my life right now. Instead of including and focusing even more, I would say, on what are your strengths? What are your superpowers? What, what have you learned? And what are the opportunities that are before yeah. you? Because divorce... Divorce is something that's painful. And it also, whether you view it this way or not, I'm sorry, but divorce is an opportunity, period. It's an opportunity. It really, truly is. And you can take it or you can leave it. But I recommend taking it, especially if you have children, for the sake not only of you, but for the sake of your children, because you have a life to rebuild, whether or not you chose to do that. And they want you to. My mom said something that has stuck with me. She said, Stacy, whenever a door closes, a window opens and you just need to find the window. And your methodology is really, I think, really powerful because it's about being real. It's about being real about what you've been through, the positive and the negative, your weaknesses, your strengths. Secondly, empowering yourself to know that you are responsible for your future it's not your husband, that it's up to you to make the choices. It's up to you to make decisions and you paint what your future looks like and that you have responsibility. And while that can be a little overwhelming, my God, it's also comforting and empowering at the same time that finally you are the one who can control your destiny. You have the freedom to make those choices. And What I hear you talking about with the epic comeback of what's so important is that now you have that freedom to make those choices, make that an epic comeback to really build a life. And I love how you talk about this. And I've heard you say it before, build a life better than before you were married, build a life better than when you were married. Like that is as epic of a comeback as I could ever imagine. Now there's another piece. And since Financially Ever After talks about finance, and I'm really curious in this, you say that finances can have a role in the epic comeback. So tell me about that. How can finances have a role in the epic comeback? And what does that look like? In my opinion, 
it's necessary for finances to have a role in the epic comeback, in part because a comeback of the kind that we're discussing, it involves being truthful and honest and aware of what the heck is going on in our lives. And if there's anything that I would change about my divorce process and about the comeback process, it would be that I would have worked with a professional exactly like you, Stacy, because my sort of financial approach during and to some extent even beyond divorce has been like that of an ostrich putting my head in the sand. And there's no way to, in my opinion, and I have a really global outlook on this. I studied cultural anthropology. I've traveled to more than 60 countries in, you know, in a quality, a quality way, not just like on a cruise ship. And if there's any way to really empower a woman and therefore her children and family, it's to support her in developing herself financially. It's mm-hmm. to support her in starting her own business. It's to support her in growing her wealth. It's to support her in to educate her about finances and budgeting and just financial stuff, which as you can probably tell is not my strong point and it's not my greatest interest. One of the best ways to disempower a woman, especially who's going through and then living beyond divorce and especially a mother who's going through and living beyond divorce, one of the best ways to disempower her is to screw her over financially in the divorce process, to take away her money, to mess with her financially. And so it's, it's fundamental, Stacey. It's absolutely fundamental. So Stacey, I know what you were saying before about it taking a long time for you to make an epic comeback and how one of your goals with this particular podcast episode is to help others and encourage others not to perhaps take so long And I wanted to point out that working with a professional like a coach or like a financial analyst or advisor is like accelerating a process that yes, you could do on your own, maybe, but why would you really want to? One of the examples that I use is if one of my clients wants to start a new business and have it be successful as let's say a single stream of income for her, yes, she could probably do that on her own in five years or 10 years. But does she want to wait that long for the money to be in her account and for the experience to happen? If she could work with a coach like me and a financial advisor and maybe another professional, why would she not, right? If your success can come to you. And it's the same thing in, in moving on from divorce and making an epic comeback. Do you want your comeback to last 20 years or do you want your comeback to feel like it's happened within one year? And I'm not just saying this, this is so much more than possible. And another point that I want to make is that the human potential for epic comebacks is limitless. We all, if we think about it for just a second, we all know stories about people who came back from immensely difficult, challenging, traumatic, and painful circumstances and won Nobel Prizes. And did absolutely incredible things that changed humanity. And one of my podcast guests once said to me something about how our ancestors have done this before. If you're facing something that's hugely challenging, not to just say to yourself, I can do this, but to say to yourself, 
this is not my first rodeo. I have come back from challenge before, and so have my ancestors, so have my parents, so have my brothers and sisters, so have my great-great-great-grandparents. And when you think of it in that way, it suggests that an epic comeback is in our DNA. And that's really true. I love how essentially you're giving the recipe of how you leapfrog the years or in my situation, decades for your epic comeback of use the right professionals. Don't do it alone. So while we're talking about that, it's the perfect segue into Nikki. Can you share your contact information of how our listeners can find out a little bit more? You've got a great website. You've got a lot of good resources. If you can share so that they can reach out to you and learn about their next step with their epic comeback. Of course, Stacy. The best way to contact me is to check out my website. My website is theepiccomeback.com. And there are plenty of buttons there that will help you to schedule a consultation with me. I provide complimentary consultations to anybody who's interested in exploring working with me. And that's definitely the best way to contact me. I'm also active on social media, particularly on LinkedIn, Nikki Uh Bruno. And I'm also active on Facebook. Again, Nikki Bruno, I have a business page called The Epic Comeback, but I'm more active, honestly, on my personal page. And I'm also on Instagram at The Epic Comeback. Love it. Well, thank you so much for being here, Nikki. And everybody, we will make sure all of you listeners, if you look at the show notes, we've got all of Nikki's information there for you. Not only her website, but Instagram and LinkedIn and Facebook, all of the information that you need. And I just want to say thank you so much for sharing the last 30 minutes with us, Nikki, and really just being so gracious with your information and your methodology and sharing. And I'm just really, really impressed with all that you've created and that you're going down and making your epic comeback happen too and sharing it with the world. I really am just floored. I'm really appreciative of that. So thank you. Thank you, Stacey. And it's my pleasure. It's my honor to share this topic with you. Wow. That was a really powerful episode. And I've really appreciated the step-by-step guide on how we can each start to envision our epic comeback by being real and really facing the good and bad of our life, our strengths of our weaknesses, and then taking responsibility for our future and knowing that it's not up to your husband to declare what your future is going to be, that it is up to you. It's your choice. It's your opportunities that you decide to take or not take. So much of that epic comeback, as Nikki shared, was being able to get the support you need to leapfrog the years or even decades it might take you to reach that comeback. And I want to tell you, I don't want it to take that long for your finances. If you have any questions and we could support you, please reach out. Francis Financial is here. It is here and we are here for you. We have a fantastic second opinion program that is free of charge to give you a in-depth analysis of where you are today and what the steps you need to take around your finances to get there in the future, to make sure that you are financially secure for the rest of your life because you deserve that, your family deserves that, 
So please reach out to us at www.francisfinancial.com or you can email me, Stacy S-T-A-C-Y, at francisfinancial.com. Thank you for joining us with our epic comeback episode, and we'll be seeing you in two weeks. Thank you.